This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You listen to this podcast because you love sports, you love the Saints, and you probably love to gamble. And if you love to gamble, my bookie is the best online gambling experience there is. They have the safest online app. You can get a gamble on anything you want. You can get a gamble on the Super Bowl, basketball, the Pelicans, Zion, over, under, how many three-pointers he's going to make. You can parlay different sports, any kind of bet you want to make. If you're a degenerate like me, you can parlay the Pelicans with EPL, British soccer. And right now, my bookie has a special offer for Saints Happy Hour listeners. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Use the code CHAIR, go to mybookie.ag, and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Put in 200, get the extra 200 to play with. Mybookie.ag is the best online gambling site anywhere. Again, go to mybookie.ag, use the code CHAIR, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play you win, you get paid. All right, everybody. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's a Wednesday edition. We're getting over from Mardi Gras. You're doing your Lent, your, whatever you're giving up for Lent. Don't give up this podcast, though, because we need the support. Uh, Andrew, <clears throat> today, Wednesday, I thought of a fun topic that we're going to do uh, preview and free agency. We're going to pre- preview free agency by division, and we're going to... Sp- Look at divisions and players we want the Saints to sign or they might be interested from that division. And the best place to start is the NFC South where Sean Payton has shown he really likes players from the NFC South. Like the Saints, they've gone and got – they went and got Kirk Coleman, Teddy Ginn, uh, Klein. Uh, So they have shown a propensity to go and get guys from – uh, the NFC South. And didn't they get a fullback from Tampa? They did. They did. So, I mean. Yeah, Eric. Uh, Eric, what was that guy's name? Eric uh, McCoy? Ma- Is it Eric McCoy? No, that's the no, center. I, 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 Eric Lorig. Eric Lorig. Yeah. So, they, they do it. So, I look at the NFC South, and there's a few names that I think may be possible. Um, start with Carolina. They have a corner, Bradbury. I don't think he'd be on the Saints' radar. I think he's going to get overpaid. But he could be a guy that if corner gets weird, maybe he's a guy they look at? I I don't think so. I'm with you. I mean, they they do like his profile because Bradbury is a big dude. Um, And, you know, I think in general the Saints look for guys that have size and can, you know, play man and can – help against the run so he he fits the profile of the type of guy that the saints would want uh but i'm with you he's gonna get paid an enormous amount of money and i just think you know he's gonna get paid a lot more than eli apple's gonna get paid i'll put it to you that way and i just think you know if if they're gonna spend that kind of money like they'd rather spend less and just get eli apple back or maybe get a different guy but i i I think bradbury is probably going to be the highest paid corner I mean, he, he's number one or number two on most yeah. lists, and 
it's not that he's that good. He, he's solid. You know, he's okay. Um, it's not that he's that good. It's just that there's not a lot of great corners in free agency this year. And so, you know, the top of the list is going to get paid. And I think just the way the salary cap is right now, you got teams with money to burn. Uh, they're going to have to throw money at someone. And if you know, there's just so many teams that have a terrible secondary, you know, they'll, they'll throw whatever at Bradbury. And I just think that's a guy you don't want to mess with. There's a, there's one other name, the Carolina that I'm going to throw out there. Um, as a possibility, and that's Greg Van Rotten. He's their guard, and he's not great. He's 30, but I think he might be a possibility if Andres Pete leaves and the Saints decide, look, we're, we're either not going to spend big money at guard or the guard market got away from us, and we're like, look, we are not paying – 14 15 million or if the secondary market is like 11 and they're like look these secondary guards we're not paying them 11 million dollars a year that ain't happening i think greg van rotten could be a guy the saints bring in on like a medium deal and they're like hey you fight it out with nick easton we'll give you a little bit of money you guys you guys fight it out at guard opposite warford i think he could be a name to keep in mind as a secondary guy um that could surprise people um, yeah, um, maybe, you know, again with him, I, I just think, uh, to me, he's not that big of a difference between him and Nick Easton. And I just think if the saints are going to get a guy similar to Easton, they're not going to want to pay for that. So in other words, I, I think they would go the draft route, uh, to give Easton competition if they're going to give someone that's kind of lateral, uh, to him, that's- some, you know, yeah. So I, to me, it's like, they're only going to spend if it's to get a guy that's yeah. clearly a starter over Easton. Well, the one thing um, I will say is so. Easton's due a pretty big bonus mm-hmm. the first day of, of the league year. So I could see the Saints either not paying that bonus or Neeson, Easton doesn't want to renegotiate, so he's gone. And then the Saints have to and then really Van scramble Rons feels you know? like a yeah more potential yeah there's more potential so there. so that's more potential for him but but he's yeah. just, he's just an he's just a name to keep in mind he's a, he's been a starter he's he's hurt, he's been hurt a little he's 30 he'd be definitely like a plug the hole for one year and then maybe draft the guy like you say um well well there's a, there's a couple guys for me with Carolina when I look at this list uh the first is Trey Boston the free safety I mean he he's had a phenomenal year with them and he he played very well against the Saints in that second game the Saints played against Carolina I mean you'll remember Carolina didn't have much resistance but Trey Boston was kind of the one guy really in both games um that that showed up against the Saints and, and played well so you know, they have a free safety in Marcus Williams. Uh, the only way I think they make a play at Trey Boston is if they trade Marcus Williams. Um, but that that's something to worth looking at, you know. So I, I would not rule out the Saints considering that. Uh, but, you know, that, that feels like a long shot. Uh, Gerald McCoy is a guy they were interested in last year. He's back to being a free agent. Um, Vernon Butler, who is a former Louisiana Tech guy, uh, he's been a little bit of a disappointment, but... I look at both of those guys if Onyemata walks. So when you start thinking about s- solutions for replacing Onyemata, yep. I think in Gerald McCoy and Vernon Butler, uh, you've got a couple guys that, that maybe you consider. Yeah. Um, Tampa is an interesting team as well. Um, Shaq Barrett is going to get paid. 
I'd be, I'd be delighted if the Saints signed him and and went YOLO to get him, but I'd also be petrified because he is the definition of a one year dude. Like he rocked yeah. it in 2019, he, but nothing I, before he's that. A great player, showed he, but I, I think he's going to get franchise tagged. I mean, there's just no yeah. way Tampa. There's no way Tampa's going to let him walk, and they'll overpay him if they have to. So, to me, he's kind of a non-starter. Um, when I look at Tampa, I mean, again, so I'll go back to the comment about McCoy and Vernon Butler. I mean, Nadamik and Sue is another guy the Saints poked around. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. I don't think they want to pay him what he wants, um, but that's another guy that, hey, maybe they consider him if they lose well, his, on Yamada. The thing is with, the thing is with Indomitian Sue is his salary – in 2018, it was like 14. I think Tampa, he got like eight. His salary keeps going down. He may going be down, in this. Yeah. He may be in that price range where the Saints are like, "Hey, this take it or leave it," and he doesn't have much better. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? 
Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah, no, I agree. But to me, the two guys that are more realistic that I like from this Tampa list uh, the first is Breshad Perriman, and um, we've talked about this on this podcast. I think he's a receiver that finally kind of the light came on for him. He's got the size. He's got the ability after the catch uh, that I think the Saints like. So he, he's, from a prototype, from a body standpoint, uh, from a skill set standpoint, he fits the offense. Um, that's a guy I could see the Saints making a run at. And, and the other guy is a guy I actually really liked coming out of college, uh, Carl Nassib. Um, and he's had six sacks each of the last two years. Uh, and he's, he's a good sub defensive end, maybe even a starter. Um, and when you look at Marcus Williams and Trey Hendrickson, the Saints are pretty stacked at defensive end. So they probably don't want to pay Carl Nassib what he wants to make. I think there's probably going to be some team that believes Nassib can be a double-digit sack guy. And then he's developing into that. And so they'll pay him like he is that. And he, he may get a huge contract that shocks us this offseason. Uh, but if he kind of flies under the radar, to me, that's another sub defensive lineman that you can get and, and, you know, could potentially contribute six, seven sacks in a year. So that's a player I like a lot. I loved him coming out of college. Um, and I think he's going to get paid by someone. Yeah, no, I, I, I I agree. It, it'll be interesting to see. I'm really curious to see the Saints, their thought process on Marcus Davenport in that are they going to depend on – are they going to go into year three and be like, okay, we're dependent on him. This is going to be the year he's going to break out. Or are they going to say, you know what? He's been hurt two years, and we really like him, but we need to hedge, and we need to go get a guy in the medium – price range like a Robert Quinn like a Nassib to like pair with him because we like him we need to pair him and we don't trust Trey Hendrickson although he was fantastic in a playoff game Trey Hendrickson is really a guy that he's only going to thrive when he plays poor offensive linemen Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do at defensive line and I think I think defensive line is, besides guard, is is the the spot in free agency where we go, wow, the Saints are doing what, like the opening day, and we get real excited. I think I think it's really possible they do something at end. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, they could. Um, you know, and then you look at Atlanta. I mean, obviously, uh, the, the one big uh, – there's actually a couple of guys that they're losing that are ends, and Vic Beasley and Adrian Claiborne. Um, so, you know, that those are other guys the Saints could look at. Personally, I hate both. I think, again, <laughs> when you talk about over – I really hate, like, all of Atlanta's defense. I really do. And there's there's really no one on that list of guys where I'm like, hey – yeah. I, I want I, this guy because I, I just think they've been such garbage uh, defensively the last couple of years. Like, why would you want to touch any of that stuff? So, and they, the funny thing with Atlanta is they keep they keep going back to that Super Bowl. Um, and look, we all know what happened in the Super Bowl. Twenty-eight to three. Bryant knocks it through. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by twenty-five. Look, we all know what happened in the Super Bowl, but Atlanta keeps clinging to the memory of that year. Their defense was above average for like December and the playoffs. But before that, it was like in the 20s. And after that, it's been in the 20s. And they just keep clinging to this hope that like if they stay healthy, they'll be good like they were and get us to the Super Bowl instead of like ripping off the Band-Aid and like blowing it up. Uh, Yeah. Which I think is good, but I'm going to throw out a scenario. Look, I know it's far fetched. I mean, Tyler, and I do Tyler it just Davidson to, to, had a great to, year. I to will poke say, fun I, at I, Dave. I would be totally fine with getting him back. What's that? Tyler Davidson had a good year for Atlanta, yeah. and I would be totally fine with getting him back. If if Onyuma, if Onyemata leaves, you bring him back. Yes, yes. My thing with Atlanta, and I know it's not likely to happen and I do it mostly to make fun of Dave Choate from the Falcoholic but if the Saints want to think outside the box and look at Drew Brees and say you know what Drew Brees he doesn't throw deep anymore we're not going to try to get him a deep threat everybody says the Saints need a deep threat we don't need a deep threat we have Deontay Harris for like six times a year for Drew to throw deep what we are going to do is we are going to go all in on Drew Brees being able to throw 15-yard passes. And we are going to add Austin Hooper and go two tight end a bunch. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's like, how do the finances work? That's the main thing for me. But Austin Hooper is an awesome player, and I would love to get him. And look, Jared Cook, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where Cook is – 32. I don't know how much longevity he has. Yeah. Yeah. So – it's tough so call, you, but I, I I I would tend to say if if you can find a way to get Austin Hooper, I, I think he's going to end up being too expensive again. But um, <laughs> what a difference he could make to the Saints' offense, right? Well, here's the thing, though. If, if you're the Saints, right, and this is I think how you could justify it, you could be like Mickey Loomis can make it work for one year with Cook, right? And you can go two tight ends with Cook, and and you could pay Cook his eight million, and you could pay Austin Hooper. He'll probably have to, you'll probably have to pay him at least nine or ten, probably. But maybe the cap number is low the first year. The Saints can justify it in this way: in that look, next year Cook isn't going to be on the roster, and going forward, like Hooper is going to be the number two receiver to, to Michael Thomas. So if you pay your number two receiver $10 million in today's NFL with the way the cap is, that's not crazy, you know? So if you view it like that, it's doable. I, I doubt it. I would love it, though. I think, 
I think the Saints ought to go all in and not worry about throwing the ball deep. Go all in and make Drew's life throwing the ball 15 yards in the end as easy as possible. So I would be yep. all for it. And I would beat the yep. clown Atlanta I, I on Twitter. Think That's fun too. You you use Deontay Harris and maybe get yourself a, a speedster UDFA who's a one-trick pony. And if he doesn't make the roster, that's fine. And if he does and he contributes a little bit here and there, that's great. But I don't think you spend a lot of resources or allocate a lot of time trying to find a deep threat. I'm with you. I, I think Deontay Harris can do enough field stretching for you um, that you really want to focus on maximizing what Breeze does well at this stage. And so – I mentioned Brashad Perriman. You mentioned Austin Hooper, which I think would actually be an even stronger move in that direction. Uh, But I would love to see the Saints do that this offseason. Well, and look, we'll get out of here. Uh, This podcast was free because of my bookie. Guys, you should subscribe to our podcast. $7 gets you... Uh, a podcast, a Saints podcast every day. Nobody else is doing it. You see people taking breaks from Mardi Gras. We don't do that. We give you a podcast every freaking day. $7, $10 you get podcast every day. Plus you get Andrews. He's going to grade every free agent the Saints sign. And you're going to get a full report on that. So you should do it. And also we have some dope swag on the way. It's in the pipeline getting made. We'll announce that through video. You want to see that. That's going to be for any current $10 person or future $10 people. So that swag's coming. But you want to support us. My final thing with this, on this podcast, I'm going to make a prediction. It's is one of the guys we named in this podcast from the NFC South, the Saints are going to sign. Because history says Sean Payton loves NFC South dudes. They're going to sign one. I'm not, I'm, I don't know who it's going to be, Andrew, but one of the guys we named in this podcast, they're going to sign. They're going to do something with a former an, uh, an NFC South team. They always do. That's, uh, that, traditionally, that's been true. And I, I think there's a level of comfort there because they play those guys twice a year. They study Phil. Now, yep. every time they're watching Tampa or Atlanta, they're seeing Carolina on tape from – from them playing them twice a year. So I just think there's more familiarity and comfort with guys in your own division, and that's why it happens. That's exactly right. That's how they That's how they got A.J. Klein. And, and, they, and then there's like, if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, and I mean, that's how they found A.J. AJ Klein, because he well, was playing instead of Keekly and he played twice against the Saints, and the Saints are like, ooh, he might be pretty good. So this is the, the – free agents preview of the NFC South. Guys, thanks for joining us. If you don't support us, you should. If you do support us, we love you. We will see you tomorrow.